0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bramblefoot Podcast. Very excited for episode four as it is, the Jake Lamone pod special. Most anticipated guest, my top five person in the world. And I just want to give you guys a little information before we get into it. We are now on Instagram and Reddit and all of the links for my buddy Jake Lamone are going to be in the description below. So go ahead and give those a click, a follow, and while you're at it, Go ahead and give us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, all the places that you can get the podcast. It really helps the podcast and it'll allow us to grow and continue to improve the audio quality as it is a bit shit. But like I said, all the links in the description below, go ahead and give them a follow. Jake is the content king of combat sports.
1: I'm saving, I'm saving plenty of things for when we start recording. <laughs> okay, well I feel like that's a,
0: a good time to introduce... The man, the myth, the legend. This is episode four of the Bramblefoot podcast. And Bramblefoot. A highly anticipated episode by myself, by Josh, by anybody that's going to
2: listen to this. It is Jake Lamone. Hello, hello. Man, What's up,
1: guys? This
2: man is a comic book character brought to life. A, tr- a truly, like, again,
0: like uh, just got to get a high five, top five.
1: I, th- I feel like uh, if the comic book was, like, something, like, really off-brand and not read by anybody. The TJ Maxx <laughs> the T- comic yeah. books? The uh, Like, Snot Girl. Have you ever heard of Snot Girl?
0: No, but I want to.
1: Exactly. I, I couldn't tell you about Snot Girl. I'm pretty sure her superpower is boogers, but, uh...
0: <laughs> I would say mucus in general, yeah. Yeah, I
1: went on a date with a girl who likes comic books, and she told me about Snot Girl and, uh... I was like, yeah, that seems like a hero that nobody would care about. <laughs> so that would be the character I would play. Oh. But like I was saying uh, just before we got started, that I was really proud of Josh for uh, quitting your job. Just <laughs> Good job, buddy. T-Y. Um, to unemployment. To unemployment, yeah. yeah it's my favorite thing in the world. The it's good stuff. Interviews. So, Josh, you like, actually stabbed your hand. How deep of a nail did it go in, like... Oh, I need inch dimensions. We need a, a, an Christ. inch and a
0: half. Uh, Josh was uh, crawling around. I believe I was under underneath a house, the house. Underneath so. the house, his <laughs> natural habitat. But what the fuck, you know, dude? It was, it was too. It was too bright. He didn't see the nail, and uh, you stabbed your hand.
2: No, I was pulling a piece of duct. You remember how we duct taped the? Yeah. I was that pulling shit. it, and I broke it, and I went straight into a nail. Ooh, like, my full God. force. I got. Goosebumps on that one. So, what's the
1: workman's comp on these, uh, on these under the table jobs like? Fucking zero. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, alleged,
0: alleged under the table job. Just in case the IRS decides to come knocking. But I mean, one perfect intro for Jake Lemoine. Just absolutely, just, <laughs> just absolute he went straight into chaos. In, no. just, like, <laughs> bringing up comic books. You're definitely the person that uh, we've talked about the most. Oh, good oh, lord! Yeah, no. Only, only great things. Obviously, we haven't gone into shame. But I think it's a, a good way – we're still trying. We're still workshopping, you know, four episodes in. We're not very structured people, and this no. shouldn't be that structured. So is there a
1: theme that it. we're going for here? Are we? What market is being targeted? What market is being targeted? <laughs> people that
0: like to listen to outrageous and funny shit. That's about – That's. I think that's where I'm
1: trying to go. Okay, outrageous this. and funny. Outrageous good. And now funny. I know where to go with this. I know not to talk about uh, – I don't know.
0: Yeah, you asked me books. That. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about books. I mean, you're a huge uh, Lord of the Rings uh, connoisseur.
1: Oh, diehard! But that's the thing. Anyone listening to this is not a book reader. These uh, are.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I think my sister would listen, uh, and if she does, she's a avid reader. But that's not the point. Not <laughs> the point. One of the the bramble. You, I would say, a bramble king. But to say you would be a king would mean that you would be in some he's, sort of structure. He's the
1: jester of Bramble. Yes. You, you can, See, I can say the jester of Josh, Bramble. Josh, you, you keep saying this, and fuck you for saying this, because the day that we became the Bramble kings, there's three kings of Bramble. There's you, Jared, and there's me. Because we all brambled as hard as one could bramble.
2: <laughs> and
1: you keep denying my it's kingship. My, it's
2: my photo
1: you guys can't see there's no camera i am in this photo i am literally right next to josh just sitting next to him we're both picking thorns out of our feet (laughs) show the crowd
0: crowd. there again is no camera i will post this picture to the official instagram that i'm going to start please Um, do yeah i tried fitting the dimensions of both of you because again it is the bramblefoot podcast but it would not let me there is a just size Nazi that is controlling every thumbnail. It has to be three thousand by three thousand. You can't. I had to download an app that was really three thousand by three thousand. Three thousand like by three thousand. Straight up square, bro. That is a hundred yeah. percent square. But I thought, well, you know, they would adjust it. They would have. I wouldn't have to download Photoshop on my iPhone.
1: This is an easy fix, Dakota. What you do is you get a, uh, a one of those. What are those pictures? A Shake Polaroid. Shake it like a Polaroid, picture. right?
0: Yeah, I will go back in time. No, that's no.
1: So you take a Polaroid picture of this photo from about right here. That way, it looks very uh, Tumblr. You
0: know, that's actually a great
1: note. <laughs> and then take a picture of that Polaroid with your phone. So it's a picture of a picture of a picture. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> the Metafoot Podcast.
1: The Metafoot Podcast, and then. You post that. That's the that's the picture. Right? You know that's what? how we do it.
0: I, I'm gonna have to add that because again, great production. Though. We had super producer Taurus coming in and close a window. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had Josh with T. We, we're really coming together with this. But oh, yeah, yeah. back to the structure, because again, you are the you are Bramble King. I will acknowledge that. Much like the founders of uh, I believe the Slobs, there are three kings. Yes. And there are three Bramble Kings.
1: Yes. And as a, you know, I really appreciate that. But I just want to go back to production value. And as far as production value goes, you guys are killing it. This studio is beautiful. Your audience can't see it. But this is really one of the most incredible facilities I've ever been in. And that's you know? something
0: because this man has been in many a facility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a few. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but and back to the structure <laughs> we are three minutes in and we continue to get off as soon as we get this I just want to have uh, right up top the, the first memories that's what I like to do when we have a guest what's the first memory we have of it the first memory I have Lamone you were always a floater okay. and I had heard things about you and I was like this seems like an interesting guy but we were I believe juniors in high school and we were taking the psychology class with uh, Mr. Newton Jonathan Mr. Newton, that guy was a G. They mm. would have this uh, thing. That thing guy hated every, my guts. Oh, he impossible. hated my guts. Impossible.
1: Yeah, I was his least favorite student. I can't
0: believe that. <laughs> what makes you what makes you think that since we're just gonna go off topic again? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I remember him very
1: seconds. much disliking anything I added to the class at all points.
0: Okay. Well, to my story, I can tell you one time. Mm -hmm. that he absolutely enjoyed something you added to the class. And that was, we were having one of these discussions, you could put anything you wanted to talk about, and trust me, people put anything. Yeah. Because this was was quite the time in American history, Mm -hmm. 2012. A lot of stuff going on. But you could put anything that you wanted to discuss with the class in this box, and we would go at it. People cried, Mm -hmm. people were deeply uncomfortable, arguments were had. Um, And one of the ones that really... People really got interested in, as is America, was gun legislation and just like what are guns, like what's that in public life?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember this one. (laughs) Yes.
0: And so everyone's talking about it, it's getting heated, and Jake comes in, he's just like, he's like, well, you know. I think that we should settle all of our disagreements with swords because because it's the only mark of a true man is with a blade. And Mr. Newton, like, chuckled under his breath. I laughed out loud because it was the funniest (laughs) thing ever. And everyone else in the classroom, which seems like a pretty normal thing in your life, Mm -hmm. looked at you like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Look, it's a a legitimate... Argument.
0: Yeah, I 100% agreed. I thought it was amazing.
1: In my brief stint in stand-up comedy mm-hmm. I told like probably 50 different open mic crowds It's easy to shoot somebody but to look a man in the eyes and poke him a few times with with a piece of with a piece of steel Man, that takes some balls. You gotta you gotta commit, you know I'm
2: not going to argue with that. That's wasn't that a thing until like the early 1800s like death by combat. Oh, yeah Yeah, you you trials can by can
1: combat. Trial combat
0: right? Yeah before uh, Game of Thrones Before (laughs) pistols were a thing, you would you would challenge someone to a duel, which you know you think a duel—that's swords. Mm -hmm. It's one one shot though. It's one shot, but that's when we got guns again. You're so far (laughs) apart; you can't take ten like paces. And then fight someone
2: with some sword. dude on the side is just tossing another pistol so you can shoot <laughs> yeah. him. Well,
1: do you think how long do you think like a dueling pistol battle would take with two bad shots? Like okay. both of you guys are missing, and it takes right, a-, a few minutes. It takes a minute to <laughs> reload. <laughs> I, f- I feel
0: like, At that point, it's just like, well, God's decided that we're both wrong.
1: <laughs> maybe, or maybe there's just you go to last man's stands, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. What if you run out of ammo? ammo yeah. Is it just
0: like, oh, someone should should go back across the river get ammo? <laughs> we should have planned yeah. this. We thought we would be
2: better.
1: Prepared. It took a whole day, but. <laughs> old shaky hands. <laughs> One of them got shot. Old shaky hands over the hand. Like, if me and Dakota got into a, a pistol battle, right? And we both took 10 paces and he's got, that, he's got Parkinson's and I've also got that, polio right? because it's, there's no medical. The medicine was shit then. So we take it 10 paces, nice, so both of us are shaky. We miss 10 times each. And now we send a boy back to town to of go. Of course, a boy, right yeah. We send Josh back to town. <laughs> we send
2: Josh back to
0: town. <laughs>
1: While we miles, just stand there just that's mean story mugging, of the marathon right there. <laughs> yeah, you just stand there like, ooh, I'm gonna shoot you, motherfucker.
0: How pissed off do you think it would be when Josh gets back and so we've hashed it out because we just had to talk? Like we haven't been. St- I wouldn't even
2: come back. I'd just be like, I'm gonna go to the tavern. I'm real going quick. to the tavern. <laughs> no, he would
1: come back and try to re instigate the fight. <laughs> Aren't you mad what he said about your wife? <laughs> that would be Taurus. Taurus.
2: Would be- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Maybe
0: we're not so different after all. He's just like, well, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You're very different. I'd say. Two people couldn't be more different. And we have to settle this with pistols. With <laughs> pistols, pistols. But yes, before pistols came in, they, it was swords, which was way cooler. Yeah, um, way, way cooler. Way, yeah. way cooler. I don't know if you've seen the last duel, but it's a duel.
1: So it's, it's a documentary.
0: Horses. Oh, it is a documentary.
1: One it's thing matter. that I've learned about a yeah, a combat is one-on-one combat mm-hmm. with uh, fencing and uh, any type of like... Martial art, Hima or Kendo or something like that is usually the one who's the better wrestler. Even if one was like, like Josh is bigger than me. But if I knew how to wrestle and Josh didn't nine player times player. out of 10, you know, no, we're nice. not. You're so much bigger than me. <laughs> nine times out of 10, the better you. wrestler would win a fencing battle. Which is kind of crazy, because a lot of people think, I'm going to stab you, I'm going to poke him. You but you shoot a double leg, and then you, it's over. Yeah, you judo throw somebody, and then poke him one time. You're like, hey, That's it.
0: Invented by samurai. Legendary swordsman.
1: Exactly. I actually have a uh, a manuscript that I got from another teacher, who I don't know if I was in the class with you in high school. His name was Mr. Royce. He was an awesome oh, teacher. I love Mr. Royce. Such a cool guy. He gave me a manuscript on... Historical European martial arts. So
0: yeah, so Royce.
1: So there's uh, fencing with claymores and uh, mm-hmm. and regular fencing and all that kind of stuff and most of it's just wrestling techniques. It's nice. really cool. Yeah, and probably then, not good for a teacher to give students. He was he was heading out. That was the best. part of the <laughs> Yeah, thing. he was no. retiring anyway. He's like, fuck it, That's, teach him how to that sword
0: fight. What the greatest thing about uh, Mr. Royce and Newton is they were just like, they can't fire me. Newton?
2: <laughs> was yeah. it Newton or Nugent? Nugent. It was Nugent like Ted Nugent. Mr. Nugent. Nugent. He just died. What? Yeah, he just died like a month ago. Oh, I feel bad for his cancer relapsed. Are you serious? Damn. Somber moment. I would say
0: a moment of silence for Mr. Mr. Nugent. Nugent. This is an audio platform. Yeah. You you can't have silence. But wow, got his name wrong. Shamed. I'm probably haunted now.
1: Now I can't Mm -hmm. say what I was about to say. Never mind. You could still say it. I, just, I, like, I could still say it, but... It was ten years ago, dude. Like, it, you're gonna get names wrong. Yeah, fair enough. But, no, yeah, he, I remember he uh, he got quite upset at me when we had the whole debate about, um... About who was that guy who was shooting cops' kids?
0: Oh, Dorner. Yeah, yeah Christopher Dorner. Dorner, Dorner. And, no, like, remember I like, remember Dorner, not the teacher, like my third favorite teacher in high school. But uh, yeah. Yeah, got that Notorious one. Notorious cop killer.
1: Nailed it. Chris Dorner. So I remember he was coming through Corona while I was driving around and he was shooting at uh, the cop's kids, you know, and my car very clearly has the KMA, whatever it is, 406 or something like that. <coughs> so I was a target for Christopher Dorner mm-hmm. and another student was like, well, I like what christopher Dorn is doing you know he's taking it back to the police and i was like fuck you dude you're not about to get murdered by some guy for the sins of your father right
0: Yeah, you're not on a hit list exactly (laughs) and
1: then yeah i remember in that class getting into a huge argument and i had to i think he sent me out of the room
0: i think i do remember that yeah
1: yeah because i was upset i was like bro what the you had every
0: right to be upset
1: i had every right to be upset but yeah he kicked me out of his class for that day and uh i I was just like oh man i don't like this guy anymore
0: notorious uh nwa fan mr nugent
1: Seriously. Yeah, yeah, notorious. Although he did give me a full encyclopedia set. Dude, you just got a ton of books. I got so many books on senior year of high school. Because people liked you. Yeah, people liked I guess Mr. Mr. Nugent did like me enough to give me a full encyclopedia. He probably was
0: like, this kid's going to get in a fight as soon as I let him
2: out of his classroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bring out swords. Uh, yeah. What do I got in my room? Uh, encyclopedia? I don't really need those. Here you go, buddy. I
1: took them straight to the desert and saw how many books, how many encyclopedia a nine millimeter will go through. <laughs> Turns out, not even one. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, topic is first memories of people. Dakota, the first memory I have of you was freshman year of high school football team, and we were both not good enough to be on the A team.
0: I hated football. But we
1: were good enough to be on the B team, and I was like, yeah, this guy seems about my level of football talent. Like... (laughs) I'll just stand next to him, and then we high fived a few times. And then uh, after the season, I was off to water polo, where that's where me and Josh started really hanging out. That's
2: not the first time I met you.
1: That wasn't the first time I met you either. I've met you in middle school. Wow, we've known each other a long time. (laughs) Have a good one for when
2: I met you. I've already said it on the podcast, but all right, right. you
1: go because I want to hear it. Everyone else can just fast forward two minutes. The first time
2: I went at you, it was in uh, I was in Mr. Walker's class. Remember the big black guy who was like super conspiracy theorist in middle school?
1: No, yeah, he was. Okay, keep going. Yeah, he was. I would have remembered. I, okay, no, I don't remember that at all. Did you ever meet? Did you ever meet him? Did you ever have him? I th- maybe. Dude, He he would preach
2: about like Republicans And like just the whole government Just going wrong Because this is right at the crash of 2007 So he was like Flipping his lid over that stuff And then uh, anyways So I was like I gotta go to the bathroom Too much shit going on And I'm walking to the bathroom It's right after lunch And you're sitting in there eating your burrito On the toilet with the fucking door open (laughs) And I'm like what are you doing in here? He's like, I didn't want to go to class and I don't want to see anybody so I'm just eating my
1: lunch in here. And I was like, alright,
2: sounds good. I'm going to take a shit over there and then
1: go back to class. You know what? I don't remember that in the slightest but that sounds exactly like something I would do so it's I'm going to believe It's burned into my memory,
2: dude. It's burned into my memory.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. I've forgotten so many things. Because there's just, oh, of course. There's been just a, a up and down roller coaster of things and shit happening, and I feel like in life you just you forget a lot of minor details. Absolutely. And like I can't remember shit from middle school. Like I remember a few key key details, and anything outside of that, like if you asked me, oh, what did what did they serve for lunch? I I couldn't tell you. I can, however, remember. Uh, I remember. What? Oh, shit, <laughs> oh shit, nothing.
0: Exactly. Exactly my point.
1: Yeah, it would take a while to to go back into the the halls and like of memory and bring it all up, but I really don't wanna go through that emotional trauma tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, On a I podcast think, I think that's, that's, that's gonna why be why you don't remember
2: it so much. It's, yeah, it's exactly. a hard time for you for sure. Oh
1: dude, yeah, that was rough. That was when I first came to Norco from a from a Catholic school mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody and I was like, I know the identity I'm gonna take on. That's gonna make me so many friends. Goth dude with painted nails. That's what. <laughs> that's what
2: we talked about the other, the last podcast. We did. We
0: did. When we get Bobby on, we'll talk about the legendary uh, Liberty Spikes. Liberty Spikes.
1: Oh, the, dude. The legendary
2: bloody knuckle legendary fight. Bloody too. knuckle fights.
1: Yeah, Bobby was still. Bobby was my first friend in Norco and i'm so glad because he was new to and he liked heavy metal and goth shit mm-hmm. and uh, he was the only reason i didn't get my ass beat every single day <laughs> literally every single day cuz he was 6 foot 5 in the 8th grade so yeah. like
0: <laughs> massive human being
1: massive so like literally nobody was coming with the spikes yeah that was my, my way to not get bullied was to be friends with the, the meanest people <laughs>
0: Oh, you had to. That's that's uh, it's prison rules. Middle school is prison rules. Middle school in Norco, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah,
1: yes. percent.
0: Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I think I went there like one term in seventh grade. Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. It looks way nicer now. That place, dude. That legit place looked look like a prison. Like an. Prison. Open,
1: like an open it felt open. like a prison. It looked like a prison. It was bad. Well, how many kids in the seventh and eighth grade did you know that literally had been doing meth? Like there were a few.
0: Dude, it's a it's a majority white community, this Yeehaw. That's just meth yeah. country. It's meth yeah. Yeah. country.
1: Yeah. So, and anyways, how did you meet me? How did I meet Josh? The first real memory I have of Josh Um was during water polo. And I remember you sat in a chair. This is just as far back as I care to go right now, but uh, <laughs> you sat in a chair. It's so a sophomore. Year, yeah. Least. And we were carrying chairs and egg beating out of the water. And you were like, I'm going to sit in this chair. Jake, you push me in. And I was like, all right, I'm going to push in the goalie. So I pushed the whole chair in. And you just jumped straight up into the chair. And I was like, ha ha. And then I turned around and you're just standing above me, just seething with anger. Just like, what the fuck, dude? You idiot. God damn it. You you just pushed the chair on top of my head. I was like, what? What are you talking about? And like, I saw the chair at the bottom of the pool. And. A little bit of blood, and I was like, "Oh man, I hurt this guy's feelings." Like <laughs> this, this poor, this poor blonde man, because Josh is a brunette now, but. Oh, dude! Everyone it was watercolor. It, s- it was straw blonde. You were
0: straw blonde is the perfect way to describe its yeah, color and Yeah, dude, It was just like, hey, <laughs> it really wasn't, it wasn't no, sense. dude, you look like The Witcher. Like <laughs> your
1: hair was white and falling off. Like, my Dad
2: used to call me Juan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I was so tan from not wearing sunscreen all the time. Oh my God! It looked like The Witcher with melanin. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. It is funny, like how much
0: uh, you have changed in terms of like thinking you're gonna get your ass beat every day in middle school to now icing your fucking fingers because you fought too hard today.
1: Well, you see, I think that's actually a really natural progression because like,
0: uh, you're not wrong.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I got bullied ru- like ruthlessly from literally like yeah, you stupid idiot. Exactly. By so the hash, by the goalie. So the from first grade uh, all the way up until. Probably freshman year of high school, I was just just ruthless bullying and uh, I definitely got beat up a whole lot. I got jumped a few times. I loved heavy metal and uh, heavy metal shows. I've been beat up at concerts there too and I just got so tired of feeling helpless that uh, I turned to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu led me on a career path. That's now uh, you know fighting people in a that's cage. It's your, your identity now. <laughs> now, yeah, like I used to be like this musician guy, but even in music, I would go to bars with my bandmates or with girls who wanted to be around the band, and uh, I would get you know just picked out of the crowd because I look polite and uh, I'm smiling a lot, and I have a pretty You're girl a very on my Charismatic own. person. I'm. I don't know what charismatic. I, I'll use the word boisterous and um
2: definitely charismatic
1: i would. mean human volume
2: but yeah
1: yeah yeah i talk loud and uh, <laughs> attract a lot of attention so a lot of times some guy with a face tattoo or some drunk asshole will come up to me and uh would try to start some shit and i got beat up at a bar a few times and um after that i was like i'm tired of feeling helpless uh i, I need to go do something for real and i was like i know what the solution is karate i'm gonna go do karate and then, uh, yeah, my dad was like, "Look, son, you're depressed. You're on drugs. You're, you're not going in a great place with your life. You need martial arts. If you go to a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, I'll pay for the first month. But you have to pick a school, and you have to, you just have to do it. And um, yeah, that one, that one piece of the puzzle changed my entire life. And now I'm on a, a path to be a pro fighter and." Yeah, a
0: truly all that kind uh, of stuff. fascinating human being. A great follow on Instagram as well. <laughs> oh uh, shucks. I'll put I'll put it in the uh, the, the, uh, the the details, whatever the fuck they're called.
1: That are oh, in the description, hundred percent. Please do. Oh, yeah. um,
0: you need you need the followers. The content is delightful. Every time I see you throw a human being, it just makes me. Giggle.
1: Dude, there is no better feeling than picking another man up off the ground and hitting him with the entire planet. <laughs> like. <laughs> your planet. Yeah, it's a great feeling when you get a nice, solid judo throw, and you throw somebody else, and you just feel them just... <laughs> and then,
0: Just the air escape their body helplessness. Yeah, I threw
1: some poor kid today, and uh, like I could tell like it hurt. And then I was trying to snap his arm, too. I was arm barring this kid, and he he just got up, and he was like, huh, That was so fucking cool. I was like, Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's the greatest sport. It's so natural. I think all men... It's just a natural, inherent thing to be drawn towards violence. But we live in a world where uh, being a violent person is punished and, you know, frowned upon now. So you can go to a place, I love that you can go to a place where it's accepted to be violent. Granted, like, if we went to a jujitsu gym right now, obviously we're not going to be like a meme mug every single person that walks in there. And all it's very cordial. And then the timer starts and for six minutes. Now you and this guy are gonna try to strangle each other and break each other's arms, and it's all fun and games, though. Like it's, it's literally it just is. fun and games. It's, you know? it's very
2: honorable. It's a very honorable um, way to fight. It is. It's a gentleman's sport. A gentleman's sport. And really, and I think that's
0: general across like all combat. Like it is very funny. Uh, I, the nicest people I've met have been inside of the jiu-jitsu studio. Like you yeah. think that these would be like hard men? No, no. they're all jakes. And they're all, yeah. they're all super flexible, and like you know, they'll, they'll try and choke you out. But as soon as you tap, they're like, it was like, that was really good." That was, you know, they're very encouraging. It's a great atmosphere, and it is a good outlet for uh, the masculine urge to fight a lot of anger,
1: for sure. Oh yeah. Well, how mu- How many people have like just a sense of desperate, desperate anger in their heart, and they have no outlet for that, and. Um, I'd say get a a good lot. So many, especially in more internet-centric and nerdy communities. Like Mm -hmm. these are people who maybe they've been put down their entire lives and they feel kind of helpless like I did. And then they go into a jiu-jitsu gym and they're like, Oh man, I'm really scared. And then Mm -hmm. they realize, "Oh." That guy teaching the class has a Star Wars tattoo <laughs> yeah. that I'm looking at right now. Like, clearly, he's a Rebels fan. Like, yeah. you know,
0: yeah, exactly. That is a that is a fact. It is it is very interesting because, like, Izzy Adesanya, same thing. Like, yeah, the he walked into a gym was because of a fighting movie and getting <laughs> his ass kicked. He was sick of it. So it was, yeah, again, I think it's a it is something I 90 of men should do, especially in those nerdy communities. Because it's a great outlet and it, it's protection.
1: You know, I, I invited a friend of ours, Anthony Barraza. Mm-hmm. I invited him to come try jiu-jitsu uh, after we got done playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Which is that's... the most virgin activity you could possibly do is play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and uh, I was like, hey, dude, I think you would like this. You should come in and try it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you, the crowd you think it is is not the crowd that it is. Like, there are tough dudes. There are meatheads. But, like... They're cool. They're gonna be cool with you. Like
0: it's all like it's. A, there's a lot of sportsmanship and respect when it comes to fighting. That's the thing I noticed. Yeah. Is like, and I think it's the same thing. Like the the dude I got in a fight in high school was like a super, We're super cool now. Like I think there's a <laughs> mutual respect. Is like you know you can talk a lot of shit and that just elevates things. But if a man knows that you're willing to throw down, defend mm-hmm. your honor. There's a
1: respect in that. 100%. There's some serious... ball. Like I respect anyone who has got the cojones to step through the doors and put on a gi and tie their belt and try it. Because I know for a fact, 99% of people that come through the doors have been looking at that building for about a year, maybe two years, thinking, Man, I really want to try it, but I'm just a little bit afraid. And uh, the thing is, once they get in there and realize what it is, they're just like, Wow, this is a community that I can really see myself spending a long time in. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people do get addicted because yeah. you get to go home at the end of the day with minimal cuts and bruises, True. feeling sore. You're gonna, I swear dude, most people I see that get the bug for Jiu Jitsu, if they come in a little chunky, like maybe 40 pounds overweight, they're in good shape six months later. Facts. Cause they're like, I'm, I don't want to be out of shape and this is the most fun way to work out, you know? Yeah.
0: I completely agree. It is. It is. There's no fit like fight fit. That's I always say. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I thought I was in good shape when I started when I was in uh, Portland, <laughs> and you roll for about ten minutes and you realize that that is just not the case. Yeah. Like, you absolutely. Can run Thirty minutes on a treadmill at whatever <laughs> speed, but as soon as you start moving constantly, trying
2: to make those explosive movements, it's different.
1: It's it's very, it's very different. different.
2: Yeah. I'm in no shape whatsoever, but when we had that powwow in my room afterwards, I couldn't fucking move. <laughs> like, a rough housing. Yeah.
1: Oh Josh. Yeah, I was really happy when you said you wanted to come train. I was like, finally, I'm gonna get Josh on the mats. I think you're gonna love it. And I I really Josh, I will give you Free classes. I, I was. Working. No, fuck that. I'll give you $10 classes once a week. And, like, you can I was just come working in. Every, like, ask no, him. Yeah. I was gone every Sunday. He was time having himself in neighbors. Oh, I know, dude. Yeah. I really, Josh, and again, back to being proud of you, I really felt like uh, the people that you were working for didn't value your skill set and were trying to take advantage of you. Absolutely. And I just saw you whittling yourself down and, like, uh, going, like, kind of being taken advantage of by people i knew were bad you know what i mean i mean i knew
2: i knew in a way that they weren't they're not all bad like they have good intentions but their primary goal is money so that's that's business and money (laughs)
1: they're not all bad but they're they're i mean you can you can be
2: like mark cuban's not a bad guy but his Mm -hmm. primary goal is business and money yeah Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like, they're, they're, there's a difference. Those people we're talking about, like, I think they're just bad people. I think they're a bad family, and I don't want to be around them. I, I feel the same suspect.
0: thing. I felt the same <laughs> thing uh, when I was working up there for the brief time that I did. I was just like, you are way overextending yourself. They they need you, but they're not valuing you. Like, they're way underpaying <laughs> you. It's a shitty gig. And I and we almost got into a car accident Like we fu- twice that day like <laughs> just, just sloppy you know, day yeah, yeah like just not even taking into consideration the value of your well-being your
2: safety
1: yeah I felt like
2: not you guys either to be honest No, Would you guys were there on that trip hell no
1: yeah no they don't value it's like they. there's a saying where they say you know the price of everything and the value of nothing mm-hmm. and they priced you at a certain point, but they didn't value what you guys did or the sacrifices you guys made because uh, you guys were all in it for a second there, you know? And um,
2: well, I was doing uh, different work than them, but Mm -hmm. I mean, still the same, the total amount of work that I did up there for what I was doing, what I was contracted to do did not equal the outcome that I got. Yeah. And then he finally got like mad at me and shit. He finally got mad, Bob finally got mad at me and was just like, dude, you're taking way too long. And I'm like, well, I'm one person doing an entire house by myself. Yeah. Up floor, upstairs, downstairs, by myself, redoing it all. And you expect it to be like three days.
1: Yeah, see, exactly. He's Two like... professionals, that would take five days. He, he was kind of had unrealistic expectations and he wanted to underpay you, overwork you and, uh... Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, my general
0: rule is if um, they have a side business hawking, like, gems, I get Blood Diamond vibes. I don't like it. They don't have $1,000 on emeralds.
1: What in the fuck, dude? See, this... I swear to God, dude, this guy's going to run for governor or president.
0: Oh, no, yeah, he's going to be a political candidate.
1: 100%. Sure. And, <laughs> yeah, he's ex- he would be a perfect politician. I hope that I'd never see that day.
0: <laughs> I would... I would... I, I've considered a couple of people uh, that have ran and I'd be like, you know what? Dual citizenship wouldn't be that hard for me to get.
2: It's not really. It my, my, my brother did it.
0: Yeah. I have the ability to get it with Ireland. That's pretty cool. I... Yeah, some of the things I just hear on the news, and I'm like, you know what? I would way rather hear this in an Ireland accent, because that country's a nightmare, too. There's two of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Russia has decided to bring tanks into the Ukraine today. It will definitely be a bloody battle, but you know what? Paddy's Pub is having two for five beer sale. (laughs) The, with the shepherd's pie there's worse things you know we're staying out of the
0: fight like, <laughs> you're not gonna see a single clover over there dying <laughs> not even one like who are we fighting for the ukrainians is like far enough from us <laughs> <laughs> oh my we're god we're gonna defend england
2: you so, can even do that with the alright boys alright boys let's get back to the heart of the podcast the bro.
1: heart of the podcast is if you were to order a wife what's the best country to order from
2: I love this
1: <laughs>
0: that's a good <laughs> question uh, ordering a wife. So you would have to th- take in cultural considerations. Mm-hmm. Probably uh,
2: something like in the Asian community. I mean,
0: that would be the most accessible. Uh, dude, there is some... That's racist.
1: You guys are racist. Fuck you guys. Just, no, I mean, I'm
2: thinking of terms of like... Like,
1: affordability? Oh, no, yeah. subservience.
0: Oh, like, love- that's love- real racist! Can- okay, cool. So we, we missed racial slurs and we went to cultural stereotyping. What I will, <laughs> say, what I will say is that uh, I need to get YouTube premium because some of the ads I'm seeing are ridiculous. I legitimately saw... This is not a bit, although it is hilarious. I saw an advertisement advocating for young Asian women. And it starts what, by... He's like, have you considered, and this is obviously in an Asian accent, <laughs> I'm not going to, <laughs> uh, dating a young Asian woman, and I'm watching like fight videos, and I. I'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me. So it's like there are many benefits to dating an Asian woman. I was just like many benefits. And I always get to the point where I skip it, but I want to see the end. This is like
2: Did you not harder. click on it? Like what the fuck? Yeah, why didn't you click on this link? Because Dakota? I know that
0: there are benefits to dating a young Asian woman, but this has Come green cardy tones to it, and I'm not not
1: looking for that. You at least
2: see the prices. I did, it's like I, an auction. I feel like it
1: dude, that, it's a perfect trade. Her father gets money. She gets a green card. You get a wife. What is wrong with this situation? There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I
0: get a wife. And that is the part I don't want. Ah, nah. he's afraid of commitment. I'm not afraid ah. of commitment. But I do have some standards in terms of, and not that Asian women are beautiful, but you got to be at least
1: 5'5". I think, be
0: considered. I and do this yeah, my, I see enough in Tinder bios must be six foot yeah. or higher and I'm not gonna do that. Do you it's just cry on the inside. I'm like five eleven and a half. I just put six one because does, that's fine. I'm does always your wearing t- shoes and having great posture. Does your <laughs>
1: Tinder bio say it must be five five or smaller?
0: It, no, I'm not smaller. Taller. Or taller. 5'5 <laughs> is tall. five, the minimum. I have five five. I want to see some college tape. I want to. I want an athlete. Okay. I'm trying to get. A, I'm trying to get a. I don't want to pay for college. Yeah. I yeah. yeah Scholarships. Fast. Yeah. I want to. Primarily to be able to tan better than I.
1: I am generally attracted to uh, um, you know shorter girls who you know are cute and stuff like that. But when I think about my family and the sons I want to have, I want to I want their mother to be six foot two and built like a refrigerator. Like
0: (laughs) (laughs) you want Jerome Bettis in the
1: league. Yeah, I I want my children to just be yeah. I want my children to be strong. I, I, want,
2: I want wide shoulders.
1: Big shoulders, big lunch boxes for hands. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: I want to reach advantage. I want four their forearms to be, to be bigger than their, their thighs. Oh, dude.
1: I You're want like, to be
0: in their eighth grade graduation photo doing this. And I wish yeah. that it was, but my hand is above me. I want a unit. My kids are going to look like preschool. four
1: Bjorns. Regulation. regulation. Yeah, regulation. yeah. yeah powerlifting at six. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: I want to see. I'm gonna obviously meet the family. I'm gonna look at all the men and be like, "All right, this wasn't a. This wasn't just a like a mutation. Yeah. This is standard operating procedure from there." Because my grandma is legit five foot, if that. That's You've met my grandparents. Oof.
2: I've met your grandparents. They're about eight inches shorter than me. No idea where it came from. And, and my know. other grandparents, mm-hmm. both of them are deceased now. Yeah. Same height.
1: Well, there wasn't as much food back then, so you couldn't grow. Depression children. Yeah, depression. No, Potato family. They were born in the 50s, you fucking tardy. Yeah, but their parents. <laughs> <laughs> so I would think ordering a wife. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Um, Kazakhstan. Oh, you would leave. Of course you would. Uh, oh, dude, I'm trying to go Kyrgyzstan, to Kazakhstan. Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan yeah. Mongolia, Dagestan. Anyone Dag-istan. from the steppes, like, Anybody yeah.
0: from the steppes.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a solid, because you get a good gene pull, horse archers, wrestling, like... <laughs> horse <laughs>
0: archers?
1: You want to be a reverse Genghis Khan. I want to be the Genghis Khan of the Western Hemisphere. Like,
0: Just have a bunch of... uh yeah like you're you're gonna set yourself up to just leave a bunch of bastard children that will come find you at a later time it's like father i crawled out of the jungle oh dude Ill, and i'm here to kill you and it's just like i knew this day would come
1: <laughs> that yeah i would literally so i have two option two plans plan one is i buy a I've big got, i've for,
2: got one for you
1: hold on let, let me get here because so plan one I buy a compound and uh, I don't have any wives, just girlfriends, but they're all pregnant.
2: You have concubines.
0: <laughs> this is my nightmare because you are a cult leader without followers, <laughs> and it's partially why I'm scared to put your Instagram in the, the bio. Put it in the
1: bio. Plan number two is I travel the world, fathering bastard children, and give them an address to go to. And when they come of age, they have to come and mm. defeat me in combat. And the one who wins gets all of all of the inheritance, gets, gets my my everything, fortune, <laughs> gets my fortune, gets my land, gets my horses like it's my horses. gets my bows my <laughs> archery equipment like or, or hear me
2: out hear me out here yeah if we can find something out where it's like you know how people fly above like the rainforest and shit and yeah. shoot seed down yeah yeah oh. There you go, dude. You just, just fly above like Dagestan just and just the stands and just jerking after, off after taking that, just raining. Oh my, rating. dude, lock and load, dude. The uh, PKA
1: uh, podcast, uh, they their supplement lock and load that makes you shoot just massive nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so last, last uh, experience I had before I got the phone call today that Jake wanted to do this was hey, do you want to get a Slurpee? And I'm like, yeah, of course, I I'm like, Slurpee. so I get into his car. And he's, you know, FaceTiming or whatever the fucking Android equivalent is. And there's a woman there and she's like, I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi. And I'm like, oh, who are you? And she's, insert name here. Uh, And I'm like, Jake, how do you know this person? And she's like, oh, she's from Japan. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, where is she living now? He's she's like, no, she's in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, word. Okay. How did you guys meet? Tinder. We're obviously driving at this point. We're going to get slurpees. We're in the middle of the gas station. Oh, I've done right? this many times with and them. And <laughs> there's a child in front of us. We talk about how it's so sad that you can't wave to children without being, uh, you know, insinuated that you want to fuck them. <laughs> and Jake is like Jake volume talking about this new supplement called Lock and Load. that oh, he found course, on the yeah. internet. And I'm <laughs> like, Oh, of course. What does it do? And he's just like, it makes you shoot massive loads. And I'm like, ah, why do you want to do that? And he says, for comical effect. <laughs> you <laughs> Just because
1: it's hilarious.
0: And then he proceeds to go get two gas station uh, chicken sandwiches, to which he says, $8 for a chicken sandwich, (laughs) and then he gets taquitos.
1: Yeah, taquitos was a much better play. Classic Jake.
0: Just an average, you know, average night for Jake. You don't
2: know how many times I've been with him when he's FaceTiming or whatever the Android equipment is? Yes. And it's just some random girl from across the country. fucking Canada, the eastern seaboard, (laughs) the steps. And he's just, like, bullshitting with her, walking through, like, a store or a fucking restaurant. Uh, And have pen pals. And and then classic Jake voice. (laughs) The loudest he could be ever. (laughs) I was walking in the mall with him one time.
0: And uh, you know he he just he acts he's very proper but he's loud as shit. Louder so we're shit. walking and then he just veers off. I don't notice at first and so I'm walking and I turn and Jake's not there. I'm like what the fuck and I look over in the corner and he's just vaping to the side, blowing <laughs> it into a plant. Like, they what? need the carbon dioxide. I'm like what are you doing and he's just like well I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> and then he goes back to talking at Jake volume as so we walk through the mall.
1: Well, you see, the thing about a katana is you actually wear the blade facing up, not down.
0: I believe we did go into a sword
1: store. We did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was looking for a full tang katana, which they didn't have. What I wanted, of course, they did. not It's a mall. It well, you never know. Maybe I should go to Frank and Sons and check out there. But you, so you guys wouldn't order wives.
0: <laughs> Just to circle back to the uh, mail order bride topic, uh, no. Probably, but yeah. but
1: look, I'm not saying I would order a bride either, but what I am saying is that if you were to order a bride, like right. Joey did, like like the the man with the Colombian girlfriend. Yes. Where do you order her from? Josh strikes me as a probably
2: somewhere in South America.
1: I was literally going to say South America, South America for American Josh. For yeah, Chilean. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria not even close. Nigeria? Nigeria not. Even close. Dude, Dakota, yes. I going to
0: get past the 55 five. They're gonna be naturally explosive from all the uh, malaria mutations that happen there. Fast twitch muscles. Fast twitch muscles. Yeah. Mm. Joked, and they're gonna push them to be a doctor, so they're probably gonna be smart as fuck.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, Nigerians are great. How do you miss on that?
0: And again, solves the fact that I can't. Yeah, control. but I inherited the diamond trade. You, from you, whom? You kill Joey. You guys, <laughs> can, you guys <laughs> form cartels. <laughs> $12,000 of emeralds and
1: $12,000. You're going to order down
2: the Jax
0: cartel? <laughs> Honestly, I would be in with that. I'd find an AK-47 and be your muscle. You know, I have
1: a friend who uh, his dad is a – he owns a chemical manufacturing company here in the States. But in Colombia, he owns a company that uh, manufactures textiles. It's a good spot. And uh, it's a good spot. It's good so, it's a great front because he also owns somewhere around 500 guns that he keeps at his, uh, at his business. And I'm like, why does your dad need 500 guns? And he's like, I have no idea. I don't talk to him about it. Just it's If you hilarious. want to go to Columbia, we can have a blast. We can have a great time. I was Why like, does okay.
0: Need 500 guns. It's like, well, you never want to answer that question until you need 500 guns. Exactly. That's just the fact of life.
1: Look, I like this guy's style. You many sons, many guns. Many sons,
0: many guns. If it rhymes, it must be fun.
1: I have <laughs> a, a friend who's uh tr- working with me now. He's from Texas, and he's like, you know, Jake, I feel like you're just supposed. You were born in California. You're supposed to be from Texas, though. And I was like. Look, here, boy. I grew up in Norco. We don't call it Southern California. We call that California Southern. See that truck? That's a good truck. <laughs> like, good.
0: Truly. Truly. Uh, yeah, I think I said it last time on the podcast that you, uh, have the current vehicle that you truly around in, uh, is you bought because you're like the value of it because it looks exactly like the pizza planet. No, no no, 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 no.
1: Didn't buy. Won. What? I won it. I you won are, my truck.
2: Sorry. He won it.
1: I, I won my truck. And
2: how does that truck look
1: right now? Oh, it is Tiffany blue.
2: <laughs> yeah. And again, one of the
0: worst parts of actually being employed was having to say, no, I can't spray paint your car <laughs> <laughs> at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I was having a bad day, so I decided to spray paint my car. Always a good that day. was, was the, with you. Yeah. That was the day we found out that my niece had cancer. Okay. And um, yeah, we. I was like, I'm really sad. <laughs> Let's just sand my whole truck down. And paint it turquoise because I've always so wanted a turquoise we, car.
2: We went to autozone, I was like, hey man, you should spray paint your rims gold. And yeah, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. So we grabbed
1: all the spray paint and spray painting your rims gold. Okay. By the way, they're excellent call. Josh, you really did a good buddy service that day and inspired me to to do something to take my mind off of the awful things going on at my house. Um Jones. Oh, yeah, cheers to that, man. That was, that was a really awesome thing of you to do. But, um, no, yeah, so I won the truck in a Call of Duty tournament, and I didn't <laughs> want it because it looks like the Pizza Planet truck.
0: That is That is the – That is. I would not make that up.
1: Y- you, no, the guy who I won it from mm. bought it so it could make, be the Pizza Planet truck. See,
0: now there's the story, folks. And there
1: it is. Uh, I wanted it because I was tired of driving a fucked-up Jetta that I later sold to Josh – and I, and I told you, Josh. I told you. I said, you shouldn't buy this car, but if you need a car, you can have it. <laughs> like- so josh
2: proceeded to sell it to me
1: yes i proceeded to say i said you shouldn't buy this but if you need a car you can buy this one
2: well you made a thousand dollars on that no because i gave you back money i gave (laughs) you 500 back i bought it for 1500 and that's a bramble folks
1: and that's a bramble Bramble, because
2: two days later it broke down on me on the 91 i said
1: take it to a mechanic i don't know what's wrong with it (laughs) <laughs> and then you're like, I'm going to drink Gatorade and vodka and go, fishing. And go <laughs> fishing in it and just speed down the freeway until the transmission explodes. <laughs> I, when I picked you up, you are like, hey, the transmission exploded. I was like, fuck, where are you? Well, and he's know, like, man, well, I'm I somewhere. I don't know. And when I get there to pick you up, you're like, do you want some Gatorade and vodka? <laughs> I was like, like two orange Gatorades and this bottle of Sky. And I was like, oh Jesus
2: There was no of guy there, I would you, never do that Was there no bottle with you at that time? No, I always mix it <laughs> I don't
1: bring the bottle, that's evidence <laughs> Exactly, either way like You were clearly not sober at noon oh, Of course not yeah, and It was wasn't
2: mean. noon, it was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon It was close enough to noon Because we were noon. coming back from uh, fishing on the beach When we did the drone fishing with Bobby
1: Oh my god have you guys talked about drone fishing on no, this yet? We have no, we have not. Please tell me the story of drone fishing.
2: <laughs> yet another bramble.
1: Uh, that's another story for another time. We're, We're going to have
2: to talk about it with Bobby because yeah. that is one of the most hilarious. That is my that's one of my Bobby favorite right
1: stories. Right that's one of the most expensive brambles that's happened to date. <laughs> that wasn't
2: that one. This is the first bramble. The first one that we did. The test run. You guys did it twice? Yeah, the, the second one was when we lost it off the dock.
1: Oh, my God. Sad slogan. Oh, my God. I'm so pissed at you for not inviting me.
2: (laughs) We did it twice, dude. Two times? But we were all shit-faced on the beach. Just fucking flying this drone around and dropping it 500 yards out. Just watch the fucking pyramid weight come down.
1: So, I actually have been wanting to go fishing, go shark fishing. Uh, What I want to do is chop a tuna in half, or a mackerel, and then, like, on a surfboard, paddle it out, like, I don't know, 500 yards, Seems 1,000 yards. Seems
2: like a yards. good way to attract a shark.
1: Yeah, and then just wait and wrestle on the beach until we get a bite.
2: <laughs> That's going to take some time, dude.
1: It, it, yeah, I watched this guy on YouTube who is a shark fisherman, and he'll take, like... Uh, a filleted bluefin yeah, yeah. with all the good meat cut I've off seen, I've seen it like like that yeah. big chunk and
2: then the hooks like fucking this big one of those double
1: eye hooks yeah, yeah. titanium hooks yeah, with a yeah. cable tied to it yeah but you have to
2: have a huge reel for it dude yeah i've got big reels not big enough well i think i can I catch have some pretty big shark. reels but like probably not big enough to go out 300 yards
1: well the thing is josh is that i think the oil spill was long enough that we could go fishing again and catch some fun shit
2: No, I mean, like, what I'm saying, if you want to go shark fishing, yeah, like, you're going to have to go out, like, 300 yards, past the break, past all that shit. Oh, far, yeah. Drop it out, and then come all the way back, but, like, our reels aren't big enough for that. Mine's, like, 500 yards max. Oh, really? Yeah, so if a shark takes it and takes it 200 yards, it's taking my rod with it. And it's way, very, very, very possible once you start reeling it in, that thing's going to fucking try and get the hell out of there.
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen it where, like, the fishing pole will be sticking out of the ground, and it just tilts all Dude, the way around. Dude, we ground. lost the
2: fishing pole because of that when we were on the canoe. Yeah, that's
1: right. Josh lost it. Josh, you lost two fishing poles. No, I broke one and lost one. <laughs> oh my god! So Josh is sitting there, and like the the fishing poles behind him, and he weird. You no, were no, shit it was, it
2: was in front of me. It was sitting across my lap like this. This when we Yeah. Were, it was in the middle of the harbor when we were trying to fight all the water and keep going back into the middle. Yeah. The Barracuda were coming by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the barracuda bites it. And I just see Josh's like just dopey face looking at me. We're looking <laughs> each other in the eyes as we're rowing. Just like in a very like broke back on the waterway. Oh dude, this is
2: this is, this was fucking like two o'clock in the afternoon. We were both dead ass tired.
1: Yeah, we were we've been out since 5 a.m. It's been like six or seven white claws later. Yeah. I was drinking Arizona iced tea though. But uh yeah, Josh is just looking me dead in the face just like I fucking hate rowing. Mm. And I'm drunk, fuck. And yeah. then I just see the fishing pole just slide out of his lap and go straight down. And, like, we both just look down and look <laughs> at it. Oh, my God. And I did believe that uh, it was you who said, well, that's a bramble. <laughs> <laughs> Which comes back to, yeah, we've brambled
2: quite a bit. Dude, that whole first trip was a bramble. I fucking threw your keys in the jetty.
1: Yeah, Josh threw my car keys in the ocean. Oh, yeah, we've we've gone over it in the
0: anticipation of this episode. We briefly covered the throwing. I was so pissed at you. So very angry, and Josh was like, I was holding a boat. <laughs> I was holding a
1: boat, dude. A so fear. you can't throw five yards?
0: Holding a boat
1: is tough. I can't say. You it's saw, not that t- I, I held the, the breakwater. I held the boat for like five minutes while you went to the car to Dude, get Dude, the fucking whatever. tide was rising, you
0: idiot. And oh you didn't my even God. try
1: and throw keys. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't even try. Bro, I could have thrown a whole... Let's go truck. back. Let's go back right now. I could have thrown you three sets of keys. I could have thrown you a five-pound barbell <laughs> and been fine. Like... <laughs> you know why? Because I know how to throw shit. <laughs>
2: We agreed it was both our faults. <laughs> it was both you could have walked two feet forward and grabbed them out of my hand.
1: Yeah, but it, it's, it was one of those things where, like, at first it was funny, and then when I realized I wasn't getting my keys back, they I were was, They were possible to get back until... No, they were like, like, two feet
2: or two seconds later, all the ocean came in. Yeah. I just I, buried them in the sand. The
1: first wave came by, and it was just like, ah, oh, well, they're gone forever now. Well, I was
2: holding it, and he was fucking about to hit me in the face,
1: and he was like, hand me my keys! <laughs> Did I'm you like, break it? Didn't you break a finger that day? I broke this pinky. <laughs> bramble. Absolute bramble. It was pinky, fucking. Bramble. It was
2: bruised for about two months afterwards. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh when I'm vaping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only oh, one geez. way to settle this,
0: gentlemen, and we must return to the jetty. And we throw keys. Fine. Yeah. Throw, we are, keys. throw each
1: other's keys.
0: Yes. Everyone's gonna
2: throw. But a also key. bring a
0: spare key. Yeah, well, obviously. We can't go with one. I'll bring a spare key. You don't get to. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. All right, gentlemen. Great podcast. Jake, an absolute pleasure. So happy to have you on. Josh. I was glad to come over. As always, the co hostess with the mostest. Love you guys.
1: And don't forget, uh, jake.limon.gbc on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Coach Jake95 on uh, Twitch. Uh, also, you can find me, Jake Limon, on on uh, YouTube as well, but not that other fucking bastard, Jake Limone, who also <laughs> plays the guitar and looks like me. Fuck that guy. Don't don't subscribe to him. His his YouTube picture is a lime holding a guitar in a blue background. Dislike that page <laughs> with nice. as many Smurf accounts as you can make. <laughs> <laughs> but follow my page where you can see all my old SoundCloud raps and my current jujitsu videos. And
0: that will be in the description of... Beautiful episode four, Bram foot podcast. Bram foot this shit going. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. That's
1: so, bye.
0: Right?